So this teaching, uh, once again, Missionary Enterprise, Missionary Aid International. And today we are, or we were supposed to be with uh, Pearl Gates Pentecostal Church, Bujiri, Uganda, Africa. But uh, anyhow, things happen, but you know me, uh, I do the recording anyhow. So this is going to be a little bit different, a little bit of a different teaching, and I've never done this. Uh, so this is going to be called the Godhead, the Godhead. And um, I wrote here, if we're truly, if we're going to truly have a solid and accurate understanding and revelation when it comes to God or the Godhead, the Trinity, the Triune God, whatever you want to call it, uh, from the Holy Bible, we have no other choice in the matter but to begin with the beginning, the beginning of beginnings, as well as the Old Testament. You just have to. Because you've got the original creation, you've got the fall of man, which is right through um, how God dealt with man and uh, Old Testament saints in the Old Testament, and then you've got the new creation. So we're going to start here with Hebrews 11.6. Well, without faith it is impossible to please and be satisfactory to God. Yes, for whoever would come near to him, to God... Um, must necessarily believe that God exists. Really bad translation. It should be, must believe that God is who he says and what he says he is and what he can do. And that he is the rewarder of those, he's a remunerator of those who earnestly and diligently seek him out. Amplified has it pretty good. Don't have time to get into this verse. I want to get, I want to get over this, this teaching pretty quickly. So, the first word we're going to look at here is the word Elohim. So, it's basically God the Creator. Found in Genesis 1.1, In the beginning, God prepared, formed, fashioned, and created the heavens and the earth. Not heaven, but the heavens. <coughs> the universe, all right, and the earth. Number two, we have Yahweh. We all, we're all familiar with the word Yahweh. It's basically Jehovah. It should be Jehovah. It is Jehovah from the Latin. Yahweh is the Hebrew name for God, meaning I am, the self-existent one. I am, he was, he is. He always has been and always will be. He is the self-existent one, non-created, uncreated being, with no beginning and no end. It's awesome. He is awesome. Found in Exodus 3, 14, 15, and God said to Moses, I am who I am, what I am, and I will be what I will be. And he said, you shall say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. 15, God said also to Moses, this shall you say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and by this name I am to be remembered to all generations, all generations, up to this now. Absolutely. Absolutely. The God of the Old Testament has not changed. We still have the same God today, all right? And uh, anyhow, the cross changed the way he deals with man, but he hasn't changed, all right? Number three, El Roy. I like the word Roy. It's the word Roi in French. King El Roy is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the God who sees me. We discover this name of God in Genesis 16, 14 to 15. Um, yes. 
We meet Hagar, an Egyptian slave who encountered God in the desert and addressed him as El Roy, the God who sees me. Yes, and God sees you too. <laughs> and sees me too. Uh, uh, Genesis 16, 14 to 15. Therefore, the well was called Beer Lehi Roy as well, a well to the living one who sees me. It is between Kadesh and Bered. And Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram called the name of his son whom Hagar bore Ishmael. Not good, not good. Uh, this is what happens when you don't obey God. But anyhow, God brought redemption out of that. Number four, El Shaddai. El Shaddai is the Hebrew word, Hebrew name for God, meaning the, the all-sufficient one. God Almighty, this is the name that God revealed to Abram, not Abraham, Abram, when he established an everlasting covenant with him and his descendants. Genesis 17, 1-2, when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the Almighty God, walk and live habitually before me and be perfect, blameless, wholehearted, complete, and I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Number five, El Olam is the Hebrew name for God, meaning he who has no beginning and no end. He is the everlasting God or the eternal God. Genesis 21, 32 to 33, thus they made a covenant at Beersheba, then Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba and called there on the name of the Lord, the eternal God. Number six, Yahweh Yireh is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the Lord will provide. Genesis 22, 13 to 14, then Abraham looked up and glanced around and behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering and an ascending sacrifice instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. And it is said to this day on the mount of the Lord, it will be provided. Number seven, Adonai, the Lord and master. It's, it's uh, the equivalent to the word kurios in the New Testament. Adonai is the Hebrew name for God, meaning Lord and master is the generic term for Lord in Hebrew. It is first seen in scripture when Abraham, longing for an heir, cries out to God. Psalm 16, 2, I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good beside or beyond you. Number eight, Yahweh Rapha. Yahweh Rapha is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the Lord who heals. God is our healer in both body and soul. So, Exodus 15, 26, saying, If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and will do what is right in his sight, mm, if, if, conditional, right? Free moral agency, and will listen to and obey his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon you which I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. All right? Nine, Yahweh Nisi is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the Lord is my banner. Exodus 17, 15, and Moses built an altar and called the name of it, the Lord is my banner. Number 10, Elkanah, 
consuming fire. Elkanah is the Hebrew name for God, meaning consuming fire, jealous God, in the right sense of the word jealous. This name contains a holy version of jealousy that God has for his people. Of course he does. We all do. We all do. How much more God? Exodus 34, 14, for you shall worship no other God for the Lord, whose name is jealous, is a jealous, impassioned God. 11, Yahweh Shalom. There you go. Yahweh Shalom is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the Lord is peace. Judges 6, 24. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it the Lord is peace. To this day, it still stands in Ophrah, not Oprah, Ophrah, which belongs to the Abizrites. Uh, 12, Kedosh Yisrael is the Hebrew name for God, meaning Holy One of Israel. So Leviticus 19.2, say to all the assembly of the Israelites, you shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Absolutely. 13, Yahweh Suri is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the Lord is my rock. The word rock represents God's permanence or stability, his protection, and his enduring faithfulness. Psalm 18.2, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my keen and firm strength in whom I will trust and take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. Wow, that's a good one to confess. Some of this stuff we can confess. We have the right to confess some of these. 14, Yahweh Roy. Yahweh Roy is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the Lord is my shepherd. All right, so Psalm 23, 1, the Lord is my shepherd to feed, guide, and shield me. I shall not lack. 15, El Elyon. El Elyon is the Hebrew name for God, meaning God most high. God is supreme, and he is supreme. Uh, Psalm 7, 17, I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his rightness and justice, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. 16, Yahweh Shammah uh, is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the Lord is there. Uh, Ezekiel 48:35. the distance around the city shall be 18,000 four times 4,500 measures, and the name of the city from that day and ever, ever shall be. The Lord is there. 17, Magen is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the Lord is my shield, my protector. Psalm 3, 3, but you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. We're almost done here. 18, Migdal Oz is the Hebrew name for God, meaning my strong tower or stronghold. A lot of these are synonymous. Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Remember that song. Uh, the consistently righteous man, upright and in right standing with God, runs into it and is safe, high above evil and strong. 19, Atik Yomin is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the Ancient of Days. Daniel 7, 9, I kept looking unto, until thrones were placed for the assessors with the judge and the Ancient of Days. God, the Eternal Father, took his seat 
whose garment was white as snow and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame. Its wheels were burning fire. 20. Basilius Basilion. This is New Testament here. King of kings. Basilius Basilion is the Greek name for God, meaning the king of kings. 1 Timothy 6.15, which appearing will be shown forth in his own proper time by the blessed only sovereign ruler, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. 21. El Sali is the Hebrew name for God, meaning the Lord is my strength or God my rock. Psalm 18.1, I love you fervently and devotedly, O Lord, my strength. Yastar is the Hebrew name for God, meaning to fashion, to frame the potter. Isaiah 64, 8, Yet, O Lord, you are our father, you are the clay, and you are our potter, and we are all the work of your hand. Old Testament, not New Testament. Different in the New Testament. 23, Abba Pater, New Testament, Abba Pater means father. The Hebrew scriptures don't mention God as the father. There you go. Of individuals, but as father to Israel. All right. The Hebrew people considered God's name to be so holy that they would not speak or even write it. And uh, this is found in 2 Corinthians 6.18. And I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. That's what the ch that is, this is what the cross changed. The new birth, the incarnation, all that. 24, Yahweh Hesed. Yahweh Hesed is the Hebrew name of God, meaning God of forgiveness. The Hebrew word Hesed is often translated as mercy, kindness, and loving kindness. Nehemiah 9.17, they refused to obey, nor were they mindful of your wonders and miracles, which you did among them, but they stiffened their necks, hardened their hearts, in their rebellion appointed a captain that they might return to their bondage in Egypt. Bah. But you are a God ready to pardon, gracious, merciful, slow to anger, and of great steadfastness love, and you did not forsake them. Imagine that, man. Imagine if every time we made a boo-boo, God forsake, forsook us. But dispensation of grace is coming to an end. Yahweh Tiskanu is the Hebrew name of God, meaning the Lord our righteousness. Jeremiah 23, 6. In his days, Judah shall be saved and Israel shall dwell safely and this is the name by which he shall be called the Lord our righteousness. 26. Emmanuel. New Testament. Emmanuel means God with us. It is one of the most comforting and encouraging names or titles of God. Matthew 1.23. Behold, the Virgin Mary shall become pregnant and give birth to a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, when translated, means God with us. 27. Yatros is the Hebrew name for God, of God meaning physician. Jesus is the great physician. He has performed more healings than any other kind of miracle, but we had healings in the Old Testament too, all by the Holy Spirit. Matthew 11:5. The blind receive their sight and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised and the poor have good news preached to them. All right. And I believe this is the last one. 28. Alpha, Alpha Chi Omega. New Testament. Alpha Chi Omega is the Greek name of God, meaning Alpha 
and Omega. Uh, Revelations 22:13, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the before all and the end of all. And I encourage everybody uh, to learn to walk in the fullness of your sonship by learning to walk in the fullness of the grace of God as well as the faith of God because it's faith that gives access to the grace of God. Shalom and amen.